Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Southerton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home, presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Bowl and Jeff Hyatt. Now here is Father Noah Buscelli. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen. This is the day which the Lord has made. Lord, it is good for us to be here. And we are here rejoicing in the resurrection. The one fact of history that matters more than all of the facts. The one event of history that has broken down chronology or shown it to be what it really is, preparation for eternity. In the Paschal season, we are reading Acts of the Apostles and we are reading the Gospel of St. John. If you haven't started doing that at home, it's not too late to start. Maybe I myself have to restart. Let's restart together. And in John's Gospel, we are given the deep view of who Jesus Christ is. And in seeing who he is, we are seeing who we are in him, who we are supposed to be, And we see that enacted in the Acts of the Apostles. But before we get to seeing who we are in Christ, we have to come to grips with who we are out of Christ, not in Christ. And this is the story that we have today. The little resurrection in a woman's life that created great resurrections all throughout the world. A little pebble dropped, actually not a pebble, but the stone that the builders rejected, rippled with life through the pond of her life. And then it overflowed into other people's lives. This is Saint Fotini, the woman at the well. She had had five husbands, and she was living with a man who was not her husband. Imagine the dysfunction. Imagine the chaos and the pain. But imagine the healing touch of the master, the teacher, the healer. All he said to her was, you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. And instantly she was liberated from captivity to dysfunction, liberated from captivity to who knows what the underlying passion was, vainglory, pride, greed, lust, gluttony. She was liberated from that instantly. And she went back to the town to say, come and meet a man who told me everything. I've always been struck by that. 
He did not tell her everything that she did. It was not a detailed resume, a syllabus of errors. He did not do that. But he zeroed in on the most important fact, that she did not have an identity in God. And therefore, she looked to other people for her identity. And in zeroing in and casting light on that dark part of her soul, the spiders vanished, the snakes slithered away, and there was an empty tomb of the resurrection. So we have to come to grips who we are, not in Christ, and then we can see who we are in Christ. Now it's easier for someone who has a dramatic conversion, like Fotini did. It's harder for us, who have been Christians all of or most of our lives, because we have the old man mixed in to the new man. And it's hard to know what part of me is in Christ and what part of me isn't in Christ. It's hard to know, of course, until we slow down, we listen to feedback, we try to pray, and we can't pray. It's hard to know until we look in the mirror for a moment. And then we see. So who we are outside of Christ, who we are in Christ. This is who St. Fotini was in Christ. She had planted a bitter harvest. She had sown her wild oats. And yet God had been planting all that time righteousness and joy and peace in her heart that just needed to be given life with the light, with the water of life needed to be watered. And then what did she do? She went back to the town. We know about that in the scriptures. Eventually, on the day of Pentecost, this is what the scriptures don't tell us. On the day of Pentecost, she was baptized with her five sisters. And then she received an apostolic assignment, and she went to Carthage, Egypt, that great Roman cultural outpost. And there, eventually, the emperor figured out what she was doing, as a preacher of the gospel, an illegal person. And she was captured, and she was bullied. She was persecuted. She was beaten. She and her sisters were beaten so hard by soldiers with whips that the soldiers had to take turns because they were getting tired. And these six little women were more manly than these soldiers. And the emperor saw this and sent them to jail. Maybe she had passed through the school of hard knocks earlier in life, but she came out a warrior. And then they tortured her in terrible ways, throwing her and her sisters into the fire, giving them poison to drink, 
until finally nothing could kill them. So they cut off their heads, but not the head of Fotini. She had been the leader, she had been the mouthpiece, and they weren't sure what to do with her yet. We want to do something. We want to win, not take the, the easy way. So they released her into prison, and there in peace and prayer, she died. Isn't this uplifting? How come you're not smiling? You're not smiling because perhaps you forgot about the resurrection. But she did not. Was Job smiling when he sat on his dung hill? No, but he also was not complaining. At the end of his trial, he began to smile because God visited him in his misery. So who are we, B.C., before Christ? And who are we in Christ? Saint Fotini is not remembered as a dysfunctional woman. She's not remembered as, you know, that crazy person of the village. She's numbered as an equal to the apostle and a great martyr. She's, she's given that beautiful name of apostle. She's given that beautiful name of martyr because she sowed in other people's lives what she had reaped, though she had not sown in her own life. God sowed in her life, and she sowed in other people's lives. So my question is for all of us, who are you in Christ? Who are you in Christ? We are the generous people. We are the forgiving people. When the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch, which we read this morning, how beautiful to be in the church of Antioch and to celebrate this living continuity from the Acts of the Apostles until now. They heard about the suffering in Jerusalem, and they gathered their money and sent it with trusted apostles. We are generous. We are forgiving. We are tough. Orthodox women are more manly than men. Orthodox men are more tender, sometimes more tender than mothers. Brothers and sisters, let's cast off our identity as members of this mortal plane and let's put on our identity as sons and daughters of God, resurrected, raised up, co-enthroned with Christ, and let's be joyful and bold in singing his praise in all of our words and our deeds, bringing our thoughts and our feelings to him in prayer today, all the days of our life, and unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is risen.